Welcome to Ford in Vegas, a pro wrestling podcast with two friends who hate each other. I'm Ford, and I am joined here by uh, this guy, this this clown over here, the sexiest big man in all of podcasting, Vegas. Vegas? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I still don't like you, Ford, so that's okay, but, you know, <clears throat> don't mind the mess uh, in the back, uh, please. Please. We won't. Uh, so if you are watching this uh, podcast on YouTube and or Spotify, because the video is also there, uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and you will notice a nice, cool, fancy new layout, Vegas. This, uh, of course, from the creative genius mind of myself. And uh, Vegas, your thoughts on the old uh, on the new layout ski? You could tell this has my fingerprints all over it. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You showed me the uh, this, and I was like, "Yep, you thought of everything." Yep. There's a uh, if you're not seeing it, you need to see it. There's a uh, Jeff Jarrett smacking Darby Allen in the head with a guitar. There's a uh, L.A. Park telling you to subscribe. And then there's a couple of luchadors in the corners. Those are just generic uh, luchadors, Vegas. Of course, I had to get a big boy in there for you there in the upper left. Um, that's an honor of you. You should have um, got uh, Nino uh, Hamburguesa. Yeah, I, you know. Now guy. that you mention it, yeah, I should have gotten a Nino. Right above you, he could have stood. Yeah, he's my guy. And then the guy in the upper right-hand corner there, that's just a, uh, our, a, a, a cartoon version of me, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ripped. Yeah ripped to shreds look like i haven't missed a day of chest arms and even even legs even legs yeah yeah legs and a little steroids yeah a lot of steroids yeah. uh patreon.com forward slash ford in vegas to join the family for three dollars a month you get uh, this show and then you get the uh true crime show that we do you get it all and you get it all ad free for three bucks you can follow me on Twitter at Ford Complaints. And the new layout there, it's right there at the bottom. Boom, shakalaka. And you can follow Vegas on his social at Joey S. Vegas. And on Twitter, we are also Ford and Vegas PW, PW for pro wrestling. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Ford and Vegas PW, as LA Park is telling you to do just that on our new fancy layout. So we are recording this just a few short hours after dynamite here on a Thursday morning. And uh, it's episode number 187 there in the old dynamite Vegas. Did you get a chance to watch this show? Uh, I did. Cause you said, if I didn't, you would murder me in my sleep. Well, we do do <clears throat> a podcast where we do cover it. So it does yeah. help if you do watch it. Yes. And, and your did. thoughts uh, your thoughts on the show as a whole. And then uh, we'll talk about cage match. Yeah, I mean, I, it was it was a decent show. I mean, it had some decent matches, uh, a couple good uh, backstage or or uh, down in the farm uh, vignettes uh, uh, that were good. Um, so, yeah, overall, a decent show. Not not like an awesome, you know, wrestling show, but um, it was very good. I enjoyed it for what it was. Cage match right now. Less than 24 hours into the show and the DVR recordings and the recordings all over the world. We're at a 7.76 out of 10, if you're unfamiliar. Right now, the best match is the main event. An 8.06 with Darby and Jack Perry. Uh, defeating MJF and Sammy Guevara in 1553. That is the best match so far and the worst match. Vegas, I'll let you guess. What's the worst match according to Cage Match from last night? Uh, I mean, I would probably say it's the women's match. Yeah, that would be correct. I got an effect for that. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Soraya Soraya defeating Willow Nightingale 639 
4.50 on the scale of we didn't like it very much. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably would have put it a little higher than that, uh, but, I mean, not much higher. I mean, maybe 5.2 or so, but not, not much higher. The Battle Royals, which are never good, this follows that suit, a 4.67 on the scale. Unfortunately, on Cage Match, we don't rate the absolute 10 that the pre-tape down on the farm <laughs> segment what is that in maryland is that where that farm is yeah maryland yeah what a home run of a segment and satnam singh i think steals this whole segment and there was a, a tweet by a fella who says i think pro wrestling peaked with this camera shot, and I'm going to show it in the camera. Scotland <laughs> yeah. Singh, who is seven, God, he might as well be eight feet tall. And you know, he's got hands the size of just, I, I mean, I, I can't even find a descriptor word to probably even an analogy. And he is holding this little white baby, which I'm assuming is Mark Briscoe's son. I'm assuming. Uh, Jarrett says that's a cute girl. Yeah, yeah. And Mark's like, boy. But <laughs> it is. It was a home run. And then, just as 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 Jared's getting the guitar tuned to sing with my baby tonight, his number one hit. Up walks Mark Briscoe's uh, father. Interrupts the whole thing and and uh, tells Mark that he's got a. Watch out for those, for the one in the in the in the coveralls and the overalls, and uh, of course, Satnam and Sanjay are both wearing them, dancing, and Satnam is still holding the baby. <laughs> it was a home run pre-tape, and it had TNA comedy written all over it. It had Jeff Jarrett written all over it, and Sanjay Dutt. I don't know who actually produced it but what a tremendous pre-tape little segment there and it really gave satnam singh some character i was holding a chicken at one point i mean just <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it was just one of those things that was just a, a home run on on every level it was a home run so you you got to see it but the big thing coming out of that and of course it's not officially official yet because we won't find out until next week's dynamite but it seems like jeff jarrett and jay lethal are getting a tag title shot at double or nothing well you you if you weren't going to purchase double or nothing nothing already you definitely are yeah. now if yeah. they're on the card, if Jarrett's on the card, you're there. My here's the here's the part that grinds my gears a little bit, just a tad, just a tad. My wife and I tossed around the idea, a little soft toss back and forth, about maybe it had we had talked about going to Double or Nothing because it is eight days after my birthday, and um, we settled on well the travel blah blah blah. We'll just go to New Japan, which is ten minutes down the street, the day after my birthday. I'll be honest with you. There's a there's there's some regret that we didn't get tickets because I remember saying I'm like man you know I'd really be jacked to go I would say let's go if I knew Jarrett was going to be on the card because you know you're running out of opportunities to watch Jeff Jarrett wrestle live and I said that to her you know I'd go I'd say let's do it if I knew Jarrett was going to be and here we are. Just a couple weeks away, and uh, he's going to be on the card. So, I will be pay per view watching the tag title match for sure. For sure. I mean, you could still go. I could still go, but I mean, flights flights would be outrageous, and you don't like driving there. So, oh yeah, definitely not driving to Vegas. 
Um, Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson, not very good. 6.39, according to Cage Match. Uh, nine minutes and 15 seconds. I mean, that was like, that was like an eight, eight or nine. I, I don't know. Anything Juice is in is definitely at least an eight. There you go. Um, I don't know what we're doing with Wardlow. Um, Squashing. Yeah, but that's like something you do when you're like you're trying to warm him up. Like, well, you are you are trying to warm him up because he's you already champion. You, he already has the belt. Well, I know, but you killed everything about him when uh, you know for whatever reason you had Hobbs beat him. Like you literally killed everything you ever did with Wardlow, um, the momentum and everything. So you have to build him back up. I understand he's the champion, but it's weird that you're built. You're you're he's beating Jay Browns on television with a TNT title. What is the superstars? This yeah. Eighties. What is it? Yeah. What am I watching? I mean, I just it was weird. In one minute and twenty four seconds. Of course, anything under five minutes is not rated bull on a cage match and the opener, which was an eight man tag. It was Roderick Strong's debut. None of us t- talked about that today. Uh, Adam Cole, Bandito, Orange Cassidy and Roderick Strong defeated the Jericho Appreciation Society, which was Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager and Matt Menard. It was 14 minutes and 19 seconds. 7.17. On the cage match scale. So, uh, good opener and a good ender, which is kind of the way that you're supposed to build a wrestling show. And a battle royal in the middle, which was not good, which very rarely are they good. So, overall, 7.76 right now on cage match. Yep, 7.75 now on cage match for uh, AEW Dynamite. Number one eighty seven. Yeah, it, it was a good. Sh- it was a good show. Yeah, I mean, well, it was an easy watch. I don't know if it was necessarily good per se. Love the Jarrett uh, stuff, obviously, but I'm a homer, so I will continue to monitor as we go a couple of days out from this airing from Wednesday night. And if you follow us over at uh, Ford in Vegas PW, I will monitor the situation kind of like how I was doing with Raw last night from Monday night. Not a good show via cage match, and it's just going to get worse from here. Oh, yeah. Raw's, t- Raw's terrible. And so, uh, uh, Vegas, uh, yeah, Raw's a 5.33 right now from uh, this past Monday night, but I don't want to venture too far off from um, Double or Nothing. We just brought it up. And uh, it's the show in Vegas on the 28th of May. And we're getting some matches now. With the, the main event has been decided. It'll be MJF defending the AEW World Championship in a fatal four-way. I don't know if it's fatal, but it's a four-way match. Sammy Guevara, Jack Perry, and Darby Allen. We thought it was going to be that from the beginning. They teased us a little bit. And now we are getting that match. And I'm assuming that the next match that will be officially announced will be on Wednesday, which would be the FTR versus Jarrett and a lethal tag title match. And I'm assuming we're going to get Jericho and Adam Cole seems to be the direction, but those are not official. So right now, the only official match is the AEW World Title match. I was surprised, Vegas, that Double or Nothing isn't sold out yet. Which is a little surprising. Yeah, it is. I, it's, I, yeah, because, I mean, nobody that I know of is, is in Vegas. I mean, like, there's not, like, a bunch of wrestling shows uh, that are before this, where people would get burned out. Plus, it's one of AEW's big pay-per-views. Like, they have, you know, obviously All Out, um, Double or Nothing, uh, you know, and they have their other ones, but they're not huge. But Double or Nothing and All Out are, like, their two big ones. I'm surprised it's not sold out myself as well. Um, and they don't come to the West Coast often. 
I mean, they're going to San Diego, um, you know, for the, I think it's the after double or nothing. Um, I thought about maybe going to that because it's not that far. But then I was like, I don't really want to drive on a Wednesday uh, to San Diego and then drive all the way back. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is no matches have been announced other than now the world title matches of yesterday. But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's always a good card. They always put on good pay-per-views. So that's why Wembley, even though it's – I don't think it's going to be a pay-per-view. I, I will probably get into that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I would – if I – I went to the first double or nothing, and no one's going to top that. But I think Vegas double or nothing is always going to be a good, good show. Yeah, we need to um, make a plan to be at one of those. I'd like to see, especially if I mean Tony keeps talking about doing a pay per view here, but he hasn't yet. And uh, you brought it up, and that's where I was headed, all in. We had some, we've been talking about it since we launched this podcast and we've been debating, is it going to be a pay-per-view? It's got to be a pay-per-view. How could it not be a pay-per-view? Well, all outs the next week and they've confirmed that there is an all out and yada, yada, yada. Well, it looks like all in's not going to be a pay-per-view and Vegas, you heard that it might be a streaming show on hbo well now it's just called max right or it's going to be just called max yeah it will be uh which would kind of play into the uh exclusivity news that we got which is why dark and elevation have been canceled or whatever the hell that other show is called uh they've all been canceled now because of the new deal that they signed for this collision show so maybe there is some streaming that's going to happen with all in, but it looks like it's not going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, a pay-per-view, but it does look like it is going to be a AEW record setting crowd for sure. We've already got that locked in as they've sold 43,000 tickets that is locked. It is going to be the biggest AEW show in history. Without question. Now the question becomes, will they pass any other kind of records? So Vegas, we set the number at 50 a few weeks ago. You go back and listen. We set the number at 50,000. We said over under. And you went over and you said about 52, 53, which you, you're still in the, it's, you could very well be right. I, I got maybe a little overly ambitious. And I said it's going to be over 50K, but we're talking 70,000, baby. Um, we still have another pre-sale to go. I think they're doing one today. And then tomorrow, May 5, is the big general on public sale date for the show. And we are at 43,000 as it stands right now. Taz last night on Dynamite said it's a near $6 million gate, which is going to be a record for AEW, which shouldn't be surprising since it's going to be a record attendance for AEW. <laughs> We're just doing basic math here. So, Vegas, first of all, first, your thoughts on all in not being a pay-per-view show because it looks like it won't be. I mean, it's, it's definitely disappointing if, if there's no way for us uh, in America uh, to see it, if there's no max uh, streaming uh, or another streaming service, which would be max because they're owned by Warner brothers now. But if there's no streaming way to see it, it's going to be very disappointing. However, it makes sense for AEW not to do it as a pay-per-view because as you've been saying on this podcast, you expect people to put out $50, assuming it's $50, which I wouldn't be cheaper, I wouldn't think, put out $50 back-to-back weeks. And you, and also for AEW standpoint of storylines, 
and planning. Because if it's going to be a pay-per-view, unless it's just going to be a, a hodgepodge of matches, uh, kind of like uh, Forbidden Doors, so to speak, where there's really no storyline uh, to most of the matches. It's just like, hey, we're just going to put them all together. Then that's fine. But, you know, you All Out's their main pay-per-view. So storyline-wise, you have to go to All Out. Um, but you, hopefully we can stream it, whether it's on HBO Max or another streaming service, even if it's on Honor Club, which I don't think they'll do because it's not AEW. Um, but I, I assume there's got to be a streaming service because that would really be disappointing to the rest of the world if you're like, we're going to Web and like you literally promote this thing daily. Like daily they promote Wembley Stadium. And obviously I know they have a worldwide reach, but like you're doing it on Dynamite in America. Like you could edit that in. Uh, you know, in the UK, where the pay or the uh, event's going to take place, so I I, I don't know. I, I assume we're going to be able to watch it somehow. It's uh, will be among the biggest first days. It will actually be aside from a couple of WrestleManias. It'll be the biggest first day sale in the history of pro wrestling. Then the 1992 Wembley, and like I said, a few WrestleManias. Quote Dave Meltzer. Also noting that it is currently pacing ahead of Clash at the Castle. It's a big deal. And I know a lot of enough people are, and I just don't, I just don't understand it. But um, a lot of people are trying to uh, discredit what they've accomplished with this show. It's just, weird i don't i don't understand it but um that is a big number and even if it's 50,000 even if the number even if they just do 50,000 and the rest of the uh, building is tarped off i mean uh summerslam was half the stadium was was empty you didn't see that because of the way that they sold the tickets but half the stadium was empty. It filled that Titan Stadium up. Look at the pictures. One side, you know, they did a good job of filling up, but the other side of the arena was empty. Or the uh, stadium, rather. So just having 50,000 people at a wrestling show in 2023 a giant number it's a it's a it's a giant number and i love people are like they sell five thousand tickets to baltimore and we're supposed to believe but they do forty three thousand in the uk yeah you fucking idiot <laughs> they've never been to the uk ever they run baltimore every four months what do you think how can you compare anything in the states to a first time show in London, you cannot possibly be that stupid. You can't. Oh, oh, they are. You must. You're just being dumb on the internet. You can't. Please tell me you vote. Don't don't vote, please. <laughs> Do not vote. It's just I don't understand. Why can't something other than uh, WWE? Be successful. They could both be successful at the same time. Clash of the Castle was a huge show and very successful. Two successful things could exist. I swear. I promise. It's very weird. Anyway, we'll know. We'll have a good idea of what All In's going to do well, after tomorrow. It- the fact that people are saying that Tony Khan is, there's no way that they sold 35,000 tickets their first pre-sale. Tony Khan's inflating that to include all the comps and everything and all this. I'm like, you realize WrestleMania isn't ever what WWE says it is. Yes. Like, it, yeah. whether Tony Khan's inflating the number or not, which I don't, he may inflate it a little bit. Who do you think but, created inflating the number? Yeah. Vince Kennedy McMahon. Yes. Vince, here's the spoiler alert for you. WrestleMania 3 did not have 93,000 people in it. In fact, it was like 76. The number wasn't even close. 
but it looked like 93,000. It looked like there wasn't an empty seat in the house. That's the point. But Vince McMahon invented exaggerating the number. They still do it to this day. They just did it at WrestleMania. Yep. They've been inflating the number since 86, 88, 87. This isn't new. If Tony Khan's inflating the number, which I don't really buy either. No, I, I don't think he is. And even if he is, who who cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Who, who cares? They're going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Okay? They're they're going to put on their first ever show. And, and when, like, you, you, people don't realize. <clears throat> Tony Khan could have went there and could have did the O2 Arena. Okay? Or, or a smaller venue and yeah. sold out instantly. It would have been yes. gone. Nobody would be able to get it. But he shot his shot and went to Wembley freaking stadium. Like, yeah, and the fact that they've already sold 43,000, and that's not even including today's pre-sale, which was the largest pre-sale. And, and, and people need to remember, they released tickets limitedly. It wasn't like a regular pre-sale where it's like, okay, you know, oh, we almost sold out during the pre-sale. No, they said, okay, this credit card or whatever, you get 10,000 seats. Uh, you know, Live Nation, you get, you know, whatever. So they could all send their emails and their promo codes. So it wasn't a, a all tickets are on sale. It was a here, this, this, and this. And they also made sure that tomorrow when the general pre, when the general sale goes on, on sale, that there are tickets still available. So it wasn't, uh, oh, well, they only sold 43,000. That's a failure because they have no more seats to sell. No, they have plenty of seats to sell. And whether it's 50 or 70, it's going to be a huge success for AW, and anybody saying otherwise is stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of stupidity. Um, they try to uh, devalue this because scalpers, scalpers are buying tickets. Look, look, a ticket sold is a ticket sold. The first time a ticket is sold, AW gets that money. Whether it's an asshole who's going to sell the ticket or it's a diehard fan who's going to go to the show. Every event will have scalpers buy tickets to it. Bad Bunny. You don't think a scalper buys Bad Bunny tickets? But Bad Bunny's going to tweet, we sold the tour out. It doesn't matter. What is done with the ticket? It doesn't matter if the ticket gets sold three times before the event. The first time that ticket is sold, it's a ticket sold. And that is what we have. We have 43,000 tickets sold. Is it 42,897? Maybe. But it doesn't matter. It's a sold ticket. Whether the guy's going to jack up the price to try to make a living or the guy's bringing his kids to the show. It's all the same. Scalpers don't buy tickets to events they don't think they can make money on. If I put on a show right now and I put tickets on Ticketmaster, no scalper is going to buy that. Nobody guys like, well, I could put an event on. I could put an event on, sell the tickets for five dollars and sell it out. No, you, you, you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't sell out your goddamn neighborhood. So no, it doesn't matter what the ticket prices are. It really doesn't. Because guess what? It's not your money. It's not my money. If Tony Khan wants to sell a building full of tickets for 10 fucking dollars, it's his prerogative. And there's no, uh, you can't undermine the accomplishment because you think tickets are cheap. 
There's a family out there that wants to go to the show that maybe can't afford to go, even though you on Twitter think the ticket's expensive or inexpensive. Get real and stop moving the goalposts. And it's okay for more than one company to be successful in a business that it, it employs thousands of people. There's some kid right now on the indie scene hoping that one of the companies who could provide him with a living will be around to provide him with the living. And there's a portion of people on the internet that wish only one company existed, whether it's the, the one in Jacksonville or the one in Stanford. And I know it goes both ways and it's weird both ways. Nice little rant. I wasn't even planning on it. <laughs> it was all off the top of my head. <clears throat> all right. Let's change. Let's let's move to something that we can all agree on. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Don Taku, was probably a very good event. It was. Lucas, did you watch it? Uh, I have. I, I didn't watch, like, from start to finish. I didn't watch the beginning couple matches. Uh, but I did watch. Um, as a fast forward, so to speak. Like I didn't watch every single minute, but I did yeah. know what, what I, I have not watched, I have not watched any of it, any of it, but that's okay. Because we're here to analyze the cage match, thanks by God. And right now it's a 7.50. I want to say anything seven and above is something you could probably go out of your way to watch. Now, you don't have to watch this whole event. No. Just looking at the numbers. I think it's uh, worth going out of your way to watch the main event. Sonata Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. It's a 27-minute match because, of course, it is. It's New Japan and the title <laughs> on the line. The uh, match rating is at 8.46. And now that it's not Okada with the belt, can we stop the narrative that New Japan does 30-minute main events because Okada's champion and that's what Okada wants to do? Because he's not even in this match and it goes 27 minutes and 30 seconds. But it's a highly rated one. It's an 8.46 on the cage match scale. The next highest from this card um, oh, I should ask Vegas. Did you see that match or no? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. And uh, is 8.46 about where you would think it would be? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it wasn't a 10, <clears throat> but uh, and you knew it was going to be great. You know, quote, former friends, uh, stablemates going at it. Sonata finally has his big moment uh, with the, you know, with the title in hand. Um, the look is great. Um and then uh, Takahashi's just—I mean, he's—he can go. Um, I think it. If I had one flaw, I think it went a little too long. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's par for the course with New Japan, and that's a part of the art, right? Is yeah, is, is nailing, is peaking at the right time, and that's, and that's why you can't you can't uh, undersell when 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 a match hits all of the right time and and the crowd lets you know that everything is hitting at the right time yeah the post match post match angle uh was very well done which was uh uh yoda suji is back from his excursion mm. uh and he speared sonata um and i'm is assuming lij then uh there, there was not anything that said okay. that isn't teton in lij yeah teton is yes okay I've been, um, I've been watching CMLL recently. I know he's been working there, but yeah. So I'm assuming Sonata and uh, Suji uh, at some point. Um, they had the vignettes uh, for Suji. People were calling it for a while, um, you know. But but that it was just he just came in, speared him like. Does he change the look? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, the second highest rated match on the card is the NW, NW uh, is the NJPW World Television Title Match. 
Zach Sabre Jr., Jeff Cobb, 15 minutes, 8.31 on the scale. I'm not going to give away any results, obviously, just in case if you haven't watched it. But uh, 8.31 uh, did you see this match, Vegas? Is oh, that about right? Yes. Yes. Of, yes. That that was an awesome match. Um, Is it better than the main event? Because it's not rated better than the main event, but it's only uh, 0.15 away. So it's very close. Well, uh, it, spoilers if you want to turn this off uh, for a second. Uh, but it was it was not better than the main event for the reason because the ending. Okay. That's all you got to okay. say. So, yeah. So because so maybe not spoilers per se, but because of the ending, it was not better than the main event. Okay. But however, I'm hoping uh, that uh, when they come to Long Beach, uh, we will get a rematch. The third highest match here via cage match is a 8.07. So anytime your top three matches for a show are, are above eight. But we're doing okay. Yeah. Uh, eight point zero seven. It is the never open weight six man tag title match, chaos, which is Okada and Ishi, and their partner Hiroshi Tanahashi against Strong Style, which is I guess that's the name of the the new group, Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita, and that is. Um, for the Never Avoid Six Man Tag Title, so yeah, it looks like Strong Style is the name of the Desperado Suzuki Narita three man team. Yeah, that's that's been the case for a while. Okay, I've just seen it now for the first time. Yeah, Suzuki has called him Strong Style for a while. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it, it's. Uh, did you see this match? Uh, yes, I I did. I wasn't going to, uh, but I did to see the post match angle. Is it the is it the out of the three matches that have the highest ratings? Is it the third worst match of the best? I guess because <laughs> this is the way you say that. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, because it's it's a, it's a six man match. Yeah, and, and those those can get kind of chaotic. Uh, but it was very good. Obviously, the star power was there uh, for sure. Um, and then, uh, you know, what made it better is just the post match angle is is outstanding. The worst match of the show, the worst match, is the... Well, I'll let you guess it. What do you think is the worst match of this show? Uh, I You're pretty good at this. I don't even know the names. Probably the Young Lion match. No, no, no. Remember, it's got to be something over five minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm trying to think back of the... Because I didn't watch them minute for minute. I'll give you so a I clue. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. A title was on the line. Uh, it was probably uh, was it Kenta? Yep, that was the match. Kenta Hikaleo versus um, Hikaleo and Kenta. Yeah, Hikaleo. Yeah, the New Japan Strong Openweight Title, four point four zero. I don't know if it was that bad, but I mean, it yeah. wasn't great. That's an awful rating, especially uh, with Kenta in there. That they, people must not not like Hikaleo. It's the worst rated show on the card. What surprises me here, but I guess it's just the thing where the push, I guess the push doesn't have to reflect, or the push doesn't necessarily reflect in the wrestling matches because. A match here that only got a 5.83. That's right, a 5.83. We never open weight title match. David Finlay versus Tamatanga. Now, of course, Finlay's in the middle of this big push here as he's now the leader of uh, Bullet Club. And uh, Cage Match did not like this match phase. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't it, it wasn't very good either. Uh, surprisingly, because they both of the they could both work. Um, 
<clears throat> I mean, again, the post-match angle, uh, you know, is, you know, sets things up uh, with uh, El Fantasmo uh, coming back. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that great of a match. I mean, I, I, I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even care, really, about that match. Like, I wasn't invested in that. I wasn't invested in, in the storyline. Like, David Finley just it, it doesn't do it for me for the Bullet Club leader. It, it He doesn't. Like, Jay White obviously was the perfect Bullet Club leader, but I get it. Jay White is gone. He's in AEW now. So, I, I understand, but David Finley, they're like, I guess it's one of those, like, if not him, then who? Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, again, I don't even know the answer to that question. You know, who? Uh, you know, because Evil is doing his own uh, shit, stupid shit, mind you, in House of Torture uh, with the little sub-bullet club group. Uh, but, yeah, I don't even know who would lead it. But David Finley, I, I'm not interested in him being the leader. Um you know, I wasn't really interested in him in Finn Juice either when he teamed with my guy, Juice Robinson. Uh, you know, but, you know. So a 7.50 on the scale here in Fukuoka Wrestling Tantaku 2023, 4,489 in attendance. The, yeah, I mean, that is pretty much the main points of this show that I wanted to hit, I was a little surprised by the low Finlay number, not because I watched the match, but because it's just a stark reminder that the push does not necessarily equal the wrestling, but Vegas, it sounds like to me that the show as a whole had better, maybe I, I can't, maybe not better, but we'll go with better. Tell me if you agree or disagree. But it sounds like the post-match angles may have been a little better than most of the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. You've talked, you've talked a lot about the post-match angles, which obviously I didn't want to give away here because who knows if somebody's going to watch it. But uh, you seem to like the post-match angles a, 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 more than the matches. Well, I mean, some of the matches. I mean, yeah. the ma- I, I, you could separate the matches from the post-match angles, uh, but I think the post-match angles are going to... They set up, obviously, Dominion. Uh, and then, obviously, before you get into G1. You know? So, I, I think it's good. The best of Super Juniors were announced uh, before. Uh, it doesn't do anything for me. I, I, I don't care. I, I it, the matches are going to be outstanding, most of them probably, but I don't care. Um, you know, but you know, we'll see what happens there. But I mean, uh, the angles always set up big because obviously Dantaku wasn't a big pay per view. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a big event, but it wasn't Dominion, it wasn't G One, uh, even though it's a tournament, many uh, events. You know, but then. You know, you get the, as you know, as, as I texted you, uh, one of the post-match angles, that's going to be awesome. And who's going to who's gonna join them is, is the big question. We're all hoping it's one person, but we'll see um, for Dominion. But it'll, it'll be great. So uh, Dominion is June 4. That seems to be the next big New Japan show. And, of course, Osaka Joe Hall. We have some matches in Vegas. You'll you'll let us. Um, you can have us fill in some of the blank here. There is a uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Title Number One Contendership Match. It's Lance Archer against. We don't know yet. Um, we'll find that out. We're assuming that's going to be Will Osprey. I, I would I would assume yeah. it won't be uh, Tanahashi, but you never know. There's a New Japan uh, World Television rematch. I won't tell you who the champion is, but it's Zack Sabre Jr. against Jeff Cobb. We have an IWGP tag team title three-way match. Aussie Open versus um, Goto and Yoshihashi versus House of Torture, Evil and Yujiro. We have a never-open-way title match, David Finlay versus ELP. 
And here it is. The IWGP World Heavyweight title match. Sonata against Yota Suji. So Yota Suji comes back from, and this is kind of what they did with Okada when he came back from excursion. He went right into the title match. I believe Okada may have won it. Can't really remember. But I don't think Yota Suji is going to beat Sonata. No. But he's going right into a world title match. So if that doesn't tell you that they're going to have a rocket strapped to this kid's back, then I don't know what will. But this is definitely a match where they are throwing him in to uh, sink or swim, kid. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't announced the uh, for the six-man uh, tag team uh, t- match yet. I don't, I don't think they announced it because you technically still have Tanahashi against Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah, that's true. So if you, if if Hiroshi Tanahashi beats Will Ospreay, then there is no six man match. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. That makes that would make sense. Even though it's pretty obvious, well, they don't want to yeah. give everything away, you know. Oh yeah. But it, the paint, I mean, the, the paint's on the wall. I mean, it, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I didn't know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. But that's, I think that's why they haven't uh, announced that yet. Makes sense. Yeah. But I see what you're, I pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So Dominion June 4 looks like a pretty good show. So we'll see. And it's going to get even better once once May 21st, May 22nd, when May 22nd comes around, we will have uh, a far better understanding of, of, of Dominion and we'll be able to put the missing pieces together. I think we'll have Archer versus Osprey and then maybe a six-man title match. Yeah. And uh, we'll end it with uh, this. Roman Reigns is being advertised for WWE Money in the Bank. The pay-per-view is taking place in London on Saturday, on Saturday, July 1. It appears that the undisputed champion will be in London for Money in the Bank. WWE's website now lists Reigns among the wrestlers advertised for the show. Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, and Becky Lynch are also advertised for the event. Money in the Bank is taking place at the O2 Arena in London, England on Saturday, July 1. Reigns previously was not advertised for the show. As you guys, uh, as we talked about it last Friday, Reigns was selected by SmackDown with the first overall pick. As we discussed, Vegas, who else could you pick with the number one pick? So you knew SmackDown had to get it. He hasn't wrestled, of course, since WrestleMania. Reigns won't be in action at the Backlash pay-per-view in Puerto Rico this Saturday. WWE has yet to confirm if he'll be defending the undisputed title at Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia on May 27. Reigns' Universal Championship is during its 1,000-day mark. He has been champion as of right now. 977 days. Reigns is also advertised for SummerSlam in Detroit. So there I you mean, go. I would think he would be in Saudi Arabia. I, I would think Saudi, the, the prince of Saudi Arabia is going to be like, no, we, he's going to be there. It's night of, like, <clears throat> this is typical WWE because they promised him uh, time off after WrestleMania. Well, then Vince changed everything and said, no, he's going over, uh, you know, or Triple H, whoever made the decision, he's going over. So now he's the champion. You're going to Saudi Arabia for a night of champions. If you don't have him on the card defending his championship, is it really night of champions? Because he's the champion. I mean, yeah, I know there's going to be another champion at, you know, at that time or be crowned at that uh, time, but still. And then, then Puerto Rico, they get screwed. They're like, nah, we're not going to have our champion. At a pay per view in Puerto Rico. Bad money. Well, that's true. That's true. They, you know, 
they do get Bad Bunny and Damian Priest and Selena Vega, some Puerto Ricans. Charlotte Flair said in a recent interview that she's taking time away from WWE to deal with, quote, something. She's quote. pregnant. The 14-time world champion did not elaborate on what exactly she's dealing with, but spoke to the boardroom about her injuries over the last year being a blessing and a curse. She hasn't wrestled since April 1, which was night one of WrestleMania, when she lost the Women's Championship to, uh, was that, Rhea Ripley, right? Mm-hmm. So she's away, and then uh, congratulations to Pat McAfee, uh, him and his wife, Samantha, welcomed their first child, a healthy baby girl, so congratulations on that. Your life is now officially over. Have fun. Um, so, yeah, Vegas, that's all I got. You got anything? Uh, no. No, do we do we have as of right now? Do we have any updates uh, from AEW for this new presale? Because it was earlier this morning. The presale. Yeah, I was trying. Time. Yeah, I was trying to look, and I don't. It'll probably come out like, you know, right after we're done. Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, under the hashtag. Because, you know, it's hard to find this stuff. I'm under the hashtag AEW All In, right? Well, that would be the safest. Um, let me see. Here we go. Uh, Brandon Thurston. Vivid Seats seems to have a grand total of 36 tickets to All In. Checked Steak Geek and StubHub. Neither has the event listed. Is it possible? I just can't see it because I'm not in the U.K., are there other secondary sellers more likely to have this UK event? He's asking. Let's see. Let's see if he says anything about the tickets. The guy I usually go to this for this stuff is Russell Ticks. Yeah. But when I last checked, He didn't have anything. I'll look one more time here. All right, here we go. Nothing. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have an update, but we will. You and I will continue to monitor. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. If we don't do a show beforehand, we'll talk about it next week. Tony Khan in his tweets used the hashtag AW all in. And that's the hashtag I was just looking up and I can't see. But um, I did think about this last night while I was watching the show. Imagine what it's going to sound like when all of those fans at Wembley Stadium are singing Judas at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's going to sound like a concert. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that, that's going to be amazing, having 60,000, 50,000, whatever it ends up being. All singing at the same time. Arn Anderson said, we're shooting for all of it, filling it up, every seat. Wow. You know, this is how it works. You, you don't, you know, like that guy on ESPN, who sounds like a complete fool now, they, they, they say, okay, can we sell 40,000 tickets? All right, let's scale it for 40,000. Okay, we sold those 40,000. Now let's scale it for 50,000. Let's scale it for six. 70, 80. All right, well, we're here. Let's scale it for 90 and see what happens. So that's how it works. They don't scale it ahead of time. You sell tickets mm-hmm. and you put more tickets on sale as the tickets get sold. Yeah. Mike Oppinger from ESPN. So it doesn't matter. It's not, well, we're scaling it for 40. 
yeah, you're going to start it at 40. And then when those 40 are gone, now you adjust. <laughs> I mean, this isn't rocket science. But yeah, I don't see an update. I don't see an update. Well, I'm sure we'll get it uh, sometime today, I would think. Or maybe we won't. Uh, because the general, I mean, obviously general goes on sale tomorrow or in a couple hours, if you're in the UK, I guess, um, you know, seven, eight hours, if you're in the UK. So we shall see. Yeah. I just, people trying to compare the collision in Korea in 95. Like we can't that attendance was mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't. They were required to go. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like North Korea. You don't have a choice. You're, this is what you are doing. If you live in within this radius, you are going to this event. And if you don't, we will kill you. So yeah. Or put you in jail. Maybe. I don't know if they kill you for not going to it. Show me proof the AEW tickets weren't paid for by Tony via a third party. Yeah, like this it, type of stuff, honestly, can I be honest with you? Sure. This is the type of stuff that makes me want to fucking delete Twitter. And I and I know that that's like uh, a reaction, but it's like I try to avoid seeing this stuff. I block words. I, if I ran down the list of words that I have blocked, WWE, AEW, like I have all these terms blocked. Now I know that I'm seeing it because I'm specifically going out to search for the word because I wanted to see the ticket sales. But it's this type of, 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 of I just can't even... It's hard for me to come up with the words to describe how stupid this sounds. It's like that dumb. And it drives me nuts. And it honestly, I'm like, I don't even want to go on Twitter to even look. I have to like, just, I don't even know outside of just removing and only, you know, doing Jeff Jarrett guitar shots, I think would be the only thing that would save me because anytime I try to look at anything that I like, this is the type of idiocy that I see. And it drives me nuts. Prove to me that the tickets weren't bought by a third part for, by Tony Khan on a third party website. This is what you tweet. Prove to me. <laughs> like you think this guy's got that kind of time. Yeah. What would, be the, what would be the fucking goal why would he buy his own tickets? To do what? To not have anybody show up because he bought the tickets? <laughs> I don't understand. What what would be the purpose? And why why would he why would he lose money? money? Yeah, that's a money losing proposition. He's gonna pay twenty percent in fees to what? Ticketmaster to buy his own event tickets. For what? And especially yeah. if he buys them from a third party, he's going to pay even more money for fees. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. All right, Vegas, let's get out of here. Yeah, before you blow your top. <sighs> All right. If you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. This show ad-free, $3 a month. I think every show right now is ad-free. But don't worry, because it won't be. But you'll be able to get it ad-free, $3 a month. Patreon.com forward slash Ford and Vegas. That's A-N-D, by the way. Ford and Vegas. Twitter, at Ford Complains, for now, until I just fucking lose my mind. Vegas is on Twitter at Joey S Vegas. If you're watching, you see the words up on the screen. You can follow the show Ford and Vegas PW. That's pro wrestling on Twitter. That's where I post and do more studying of the cage match numbers. So you could see all of that research over there. If you're into the numbers of the game, 
And yeah, that's it uh, for Vegas. I'm Ford. We'll see you guys next week right here on Ford in Vegas, a pro wrestling podcast with two friends who hate each other. Vegas, any last words? I hate you.